0: Chicago. This is Bruce Dumont with our Beyond the Beltway analysis of national politics featuring occasional injections of rumor and innuendo, all offered up by a panel of political insiders, pundits, power brokers, public servants, professors, and most importantly, plain-speaking Americans from coast to coast. Tonight, featuring commentary by Philip Beverly, Ray Hanania, Stephanie Hitt, and Chris Veronis, Our program tonight, comedy from our home base at the Museum of Broadcast Communications in Chicago. Well, Lord willing, our toll free lines are open at one eight hundred seven two three, eighty two eighty nine. That's one eight hundred seven two three, eighty two eighty nine. We had some problems with the calls last week, so test us out right at the top of the show. If you'd like to email me a comment, it's bruce Dumont at museum dot tv. You can tweet me a comment at d u m o. And also, if you want to join us on the World Wide Web, it's beyond the beltway dot com. I apologize at the top of the show for this horrible voice. I'm hopefully I can get through the program, but. Uh, if in the middle of the program uh, the, the voice gets a little bit too deep, I think I'm just going to go into some smooth jazz. <laughs> we're talking about smooth jazz here on Beyond the Way, and my politics today. So I've got great talkers, and uh, you will hear lots of their voices this evening. There's so many issues that uh, every week when we get together, we talk about. Uh, we, I pick out two or three, four things that we're going to talk about on the broadcast tonight. I want to I throw a little monkey wrench into the format by asking each of our guests because they come from different backgrounds what do they think was the most important significant issue last week that either was well reported by the media ignored by the media and needs a little extra exposure and so we'll we'll use that as at least a a, a jumping off point obviously some of the issues of tax cuts tax reform and obviously the sexual harassment charges will that'll be coming up as part of our discussion this evening but Ray Anil, let's start with you. You are a journalist. Uh, you're a stand-up comedian. You're author of the book, I'm Glad I Look Like a Terrorist, and also author of the book, Arabs in Chicagoland. Uh, what was the most important issue last week for you?
1: Well, I know what some of the others are going to say, so I'm going to pick something kind of out left sure. field. you're too kind, Ray. Because I think it's really important. <laughs> um, I think the turmoil in the Middle East is getting really bad. I think when the uh, prime minister of Lebanon flees to Saudi Arabia to get away from a, a threatened assassination attempt where he believes he's going to be murdered like his father some 12 years ago where they blew up a huge detonated bomb in front of the St. George uh, host- a Hotel in Beirut, um, turning the whole country of Lebanon upside down, I think what we're seeing is the rise of extremism in the Middle East. Uh, we we don't have real. Haven't yeah, we
0: seen that for a long time?
1: Uh, it's worse. What we've defined as extremism really doesn't even come close to where we're headed, and that's what I and that's what I fear.
0: Phil Beverly from Chicago State, political science professor. Phil, what's your big issue of last week?
2: I think it's still the the Roy Moore um, candidacy and the White House's sort of flip flop. Of he should step down if this is all true But no, we have to endorse him Because we don't want a Pelosi-Schumer puppet We'd rather have a McConnell-Ryan puppet, I guess I, I don't know um, But I it seems that they should have The White House should have stayed out of it As much as they possibly could For as long as they could Throw out the let due process happen Or something So that they don't have to commit And then if it goes sideways They're their hitch to that wagon going sideways. Stephanie
0: Hitt joins us. Well, I'm going nice to, have I'm, you with us. I'm going to state the ob-
3: I'm going to state the obvious and that is all these um, accusations of sexual har- harassment or harassment depending on how you want to say it. And what I find interesting about this is that there are these attempts now um, to try to redefine or try to clarify what harassment is. And I find it a little shocking because I started my legal career in the late 80s, early 90s, doing sexual harassment cases. That was my expertise, and um, I sort of am in shock that it seems like a new issue today, when in fact it's been around for a long time, and um, it just seems that things aren't don't change, no matter what you do with it's the law. It's a big
0: issue now because some big names were involved.
3: Some big though. names, but, but the existence of it and the problem of it has always been there.
0: Chris Veronis also joins us. He is a anti-Trump Republican still, but you still conserve yourself a conservative Republican we just really don't like Donald Trump
4: I've always been a conservative Republican from the first day that I've read uh, National Review when I was 18 um,
0: <laughs> What's the big story uh, last
4: week? The big story, uh, you know, I, I agree with my colleagues um, especially with sexual harassment we, we were just beginning to see the ramifications of that uh, the ripple effect we're just, it's just starting right now uh, I think you could say the same with Ray Moore, too, uh, with its impact on national politics and, um, and the Republican Party. But tax reform, um, tax reform was the big, the big thing last week. And I have to say, I, my opinion on this has moved a little bit. Um, you know, for, for a lot of Republicans, they are Republicans because of the tax issue. And if, if, uh, if you believe, as I do, that higher taxes inhibit growth and deter growth, um, you know this is your bread and butter issue. you know this is why you get up in in the morning and this is why you go vote. Um, I, I gotta say i'm I'm less than enthused on this tax proposal proposal. I hate to say it. Wow. If you had to yeah.
0: pick one, which would it be the House or Senate version?
4: Um, well, certainly the um, state and local tax deductions um, it's a big issue. If you're a <laughs> Republican who believes in tax reform and tax cuts. They apply to everyone, even, even, even the, those, those high-income earners in blue states, right, who happen to be wealth creators. And I don't know why we're going to penalize them if they are, in fact, wealth creators at a time, you know, when arguably
0: we may be six months, a year out from a recession. We're due. Stephanie, would you agree that uh, this r- Republican tax plan has got to pass this year, calendar year?
3: I don't know that it has to pass this year because I'm a believer that you got (laughs) to get it right first. This rush to get something done to say it's done doesn't make sense because you get – I don't want bad law. Um, And if it takes another year to get it right, I'm fine with that. And (sighs) it's funny because Chris hits the very – you hit on the very topic that I – and I think because we live in Illinois, the differences between the House and the Senate are important. And getting rid of that that – I'd rather keep the Obama mandate and get re- and and, yeah. and at least keep the deductions for blue states. But you know, and this frustrates me about Donald Trump because his reaction to that was, "Well, if you live in a liberal state, change it." But many <laughs> many of us in this liberal state, like Illinois, for example, we don't have the power to change it. So states like Illinois, you're going to see a mass exodus of the wealthy the job creators, the wealth creators, leaving
1: if they can't take those ta- that tax well, deduction. Ray Hannity,
0: is, the, is the president handling this issue right at the moment?
1: I, I mean, listen, I've always looked at Trump as a, uh, his own separate party, and it yes, turns out that he kind of partnered with the Republicans. The Democrats are obstructionists to him. I'm not saying mm. they're obstructionists, and many Republicans don't like him. And I think he feels he needs a win. I don't think he needs a win on this issue. So, uh, what's disturbing about this plan to me is that they're cutting into one of the foundations of baby boomers and people who've been told all their lives, invest in your house put your money in your house you're going to get that deduction for your house don't mess with that, and I don't care who's president, anybody that messes with that is going to have a problem Our phone number is
0: one 800 723 one 800 723 From Chicago, I'm Bruce Dumont Thanks for joining us tonight On back in Chicago, Phil Beverly, you wanted to make a comment about the Republican tax plans.
2: Yeah, the, the question that I have that, that hasn't seemed to be answered, to my satisfaction at least, is what happened to the deficit hawks in the Republican Party? The one thing that I can align control. myself mm-hmm. with in in the Republican sort of ideological framework is work the deficit Bring the national debt down. We have a twenty trillion dollar national debt, and we're going to add one point seven trillion dollars to that through this process. That just seems insane to me. And at some point, somebody's got to say, "Okay, enough, enough." And tax cuts just may, at this point, not be the right thing Chris to do. Chris Veronis, yeah. as a
0: conservative, you were you, when, one, were you one of those that used to say enough about uh, the uh, deficit? Uh, uh,
4: I. And to this day, um, yeah. I, you know, if you look at Medicare alone, there are $120 trillion in unfunded liabilities there. That's a huge problem no one's talking about. No one wants to talk about when you get numbers that high. But, I, I mean, Phil makes a good point, and I was just reading this actually yesterday <laughs> in National <laughs> Review. It's a great point about candidates who were put up in primaries. The old deficit hawk, and Phil Graham was that guy yes. from mm-hmm. Texas. Graham Leach, uh, no, not not Graham. Graham Leach. Um, the the Graham-Rudman yeah. deficit Graham reduction, sure. yeah. Um, you don't see candidates like him on a national stage anymore. No, the the conservative uh, spending because cut because there isn't
0: because it's unpopular, constituency. Because it's unpopular.
4: It. Because there are entitlements that are created, there's constituencies that are attached to them. And today, we're all big government conservatives, at least at least you know the, 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 in the Republican Party. You know, you just don't have, unfortunately, it, it's, it's th- this is sort of the eat your spinch <laughs> message that needs to be said that people just don't want to accept. Well, and
3: the, de- the deficit for, for the average, you know, for average people, the deficit is like a boogeyman. It's like it, it doesn't feel real. Y- Nobody yeah. really understands how this a deficit affects their daily life. And so when you're looking at you're a what you're basically like- saying
0: is instead of saying to your constituency, here's what I'm going to give you. The answer is here's why I can't give you anything. Most voters don't want to hear that, right?
3: Yeah. That Are there right. any
0: voters out there that you can really be candid with anymore?
3: Well, everyone cares yeah. about the things that affect their lives. Well, yeah. Like
0: that a makes mortgage sense. interest
3: deduction, yeah, that college makes sense. college yeah. loans, but also and hypo- credits, hypocrisies things like
1: about things. I mean, for example, they say that. You know, as an individual, I won't be able to deduct my state taxes under this plan. What bothers me is that if you're a corporation, you will be able to deduct your state taxes in in this plan. To me, that that type of hypocrisy is something that I think voters gravitate to. The the deficit. People have credit cards. We have debt. How do you live without a well, credit card or debt? Been, but mean, you, can't, but you can't be at a hundred.
2: You can't be at a hundred and five percent of your income.
1: Listen, and, and I, have, there are people that, that are way well, up there. Way the, up there. The, the, it's it's
4: become
3: the way, a way of life for a lot yes. of people. It really has. It, it
4: has, but but at the same time, you, you achieve a half percent more in growth or three quarters more in, in growth, and the deficit doesn't matter anymore. And we saw right. that in the 90s. Um, you know, and where, where there actually was some curbed, uh, uh, so, some but, more controls on spending, the rate of growth was slowed down. Bill Clinton agreed to that, ironically. Um, but with this tax reform, uh, you know, Stephanie made a very important point um, that we're rushing. That's exactly what's happening. Uh, the White House, Congress feels like it needs a win before December 31st. Mm-hmm. And, do. And, 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 and if you look at this tax rep- proposal closely, and I say this, um, you know, I, just wanting more um, in, in a disappointed kind of way, um, that's what's driving this, not good policy, not right. good politics. I we all agree. Okay? They need a
0: win. They win. Where is the pressure coming from? Some of the pressure is coming from the media, which is basically saying, you're in control of everything. You Fix promise everything. these things for exactly. everything. Do You'd, it. You're, you're, versus, you're the big deal maker. What deals have you made? Other Donald you Trump Supreme set Court. his
4: own standard. I'm going to get in there. I'm going to cut all these deals. Right. Everyone's going to love me. And look at what we've got to show for it. Um, kind of, sort of a ramshackle tax reform proposal that, that you know, uh, pe- people are questioning if it's going to even nobody, pass. So
1: nobody Just, voted yeah. for Donald Trump because he made any of those promises. Right, a lot right. of people right. voted for Donald Trump because they didn't like the other candidate. That was part of the problem. Yeah, and our then were, and <laughs> this is how They were Trump hurting himself, but, economically. Right? You, you, the, yeah. you
4: can't separate that. Who's
2: the adult right. in the room that just needs to say, look, we're not going to rush through this because it's going to hurt too many people? I mean, somebody's got to be a grown-up here. And it doesn't yeah. seem like anybody well, on the Republican side is willing to take the risk. I mean, <laughs> maybe a Jeff Flake is. And he goes, right. uh, I'm out.
5: I'm leaving.
3: Well, and it's interesting okay. because with Obama with the Obamacare debate, you did hear a lot from Mitch McConnell and from Paul Ryan. You're not hearing as much from them about why or why not it can't go at this pace. Because so they're on. in
2: charge now and, and have to take responsibility right. for right. governance, which and they so yeah. are abysmal at. It
1: seems, it seems ironic that, that we're there. talking about this economic issue when we're seeing this huge Spending spurge from the average person out there uh, buying stuff online—the biggest amount of spending we've seen. You know what? Is this really impacting people? It is. We're spending money like crazy. The
4: the, um, per uh, per capita debt is the lowest it's been like in the last 20 years. Uh, 401k uh, accounts—they're—they're—they're flush. Um, I mean and this is a, this is a result of the economic downturn of, of two thousand and eight so things are better um, household by household, um, but when you look at the federal government that 's just sort of a case in and of itself. but I mean, you still
1: it, it, spend if you 're confident about things and right. is the public really confident about things that uh, uh, this whole issue of uh, changing the way we deduct you know it upsets the voters out there and yet at the same time they are using their credit card like crazy. To buy everything they can possibly buy.
0: Is Here's a question. Here's a question about uh, because uh, on uh, Black Friday, more people uh, bought online or on their mobile devices right. than went and then went in bricks and mortar stores. Right. Is part of this transition? Everybody has said that it's generational. It's new media. It's the digital, you know, consumer. How much of this do you think might be related to the fear factor? that some people have going out into a mall where there might be potential terrorism. Is well, that too far
4: that? I wonder, where's that. the fear factor going out thinking there might be a bombing at, at a mall or yes. I, about being hacked? having <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Your account yeah. hacked. Yeah. Seems yeah, like I, Paris, to be honest, like, I, I think, think I still I would, more being I, hacked would say that,
0: I would say that, that probably being bombed in a in a mall might be a greater concern than people have. But, you yeah. know,
3: I think it's... No I one's think talked
0: about it, so we're talking about it here. I think it's
3: a little bit more basic than that, and that is how many times have we watched videos of people stampeding stores at midnight mm-hmm. on their... Absolutely. Monday. People don't want to do that. And if you can sit at that home sure. and get the same deal and actually yeah. get have what you want to in your stock... House. <laughs> and delivered to Now, now <laughs> you can literally get it Jeez. delivered at Amazon Prime. I, Within eight hours. I, and so why not? Why stampede a store? And I, so I think it's more of the stampede that people fear than the actual threat of the crazy shooters. And I, the
2: and the brick-and-mortar stores, i, I got to tell you, they haven't kept up. They just haven't kept up with this is how people are shifting their, their purchasing habits. And right. if you're not going to innovate and stay competitive, you just suffer. Is it I mean, it that's why... Bezos is now worth over $100 billion. Yeah,
1: Remember Is it a reflection it of matter? our society, though, that uh, people spend money to compensate when they're fearful or they're afraid or they're unhappy? They go out and they spend to make themselves happy. Could it be that people aren't as happy as they really are to see all this money being spent? It's, I, don't know I think
2: shopping is, for some people, a drug of choice to, to numb something. But And I also think in, in this case, I think some of these uh, folks who are who are spending like this are looking forward to the tax break that they're being told they're going to get for next year. So I can go put it on a credit card Learning because Bezos. when yeah. I got to do my taxes, I'm getting money back to cover yeah. this anyway. So I'm not worried.
3: Well, I don't know if it's quite as detailed as that, but I think in the last year since you know November of last year, and there is among many Americans an optimism that had not been felt in the previous <laughs> under the previous administration and that optimism just generally is out there and Would whether that, whether wh- whether i don't think people are they're not looking at tax reform in specific details but there's this confidence that within the next four years.
4: Economic confidence? Yeah.
3: I think people feel like something's going to get fixed. That there's somebody in the White House and there's a party in control that cares about (laughs) those things.
2: So is that the same... And
3: people do not feel that way about Hillary Clinton. They don't feel that way about the Democratic Party. Would
2: that have been the same optimism that existed in 2008 after Barack Obama got elected? I'm I'm just curious because if, if this is a new there sort of was, optimism, there, well, there different kind was of com- a optimism, different kind of confidence,
3: it was, but it wasn't different an economic. Kind, we really, you know, there was a lot ah, of suffering
2: exactly in those last point. eight years. That's exactly my point. Yeah, but but, but and so still, when the betrayal I, comes and the they, people who who've lost their jobs due to globalization and those jobs aren't coming yeah, back, but, they just aren't. But, and that the realization that they've been betrayed but, but by been
3: a hustler. I mean,
4: as president, so then I, what? A lot I, of
3: companies decided to stay, did not move. I, I'm been sitting deals, in between yeah. Phil
4: and Stephanie, and I could say you're both right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and then like, so I had some pretty conservative friends, myself included, who's, who said 2008. You know, isn't it cool that a black man can be be, be president? we all felt that way even though we voted against him you know right. but but what stephanie's is saying is true that you know low interest rate environment low inflation soaring stock market uh, you know economically um, things on the surface are, are pretty good although you look at things like the labor the labor participation rate, Thank you. that's scary exactly. that's scary you can't so have people a with, with money recovery. are doing well and yeah. people without money are
0: having problems you're right you are right. Our phone number is one 800 723 And then last week on this program, we had a guest, lady guest, female guest, and she said that when a woman makes a charge, automatically she should be believed. We're going to let Stephanie hit respond to that when we come back from Chicago. Bruce Dumont back in Chicago, and uh, the question to you, Stephanie, had last week we had a, a guest on the program, and she said, that uh, a woman making an allegation now should be believed automatically. What's your reaction to that?
3: I think that, in general, if a woman is brave enough to speak up, because it is very difficult, it's an uncomfortable, it's a very personal thing, um, if she's willing to do that, she should. The, the, there should be an initial presumption that what she is saying is true. However, um, I'm not going to sit here and say that every single woman who screams sexual harassment is right and th- what's happening is it, it also creates an environment where a woman could use that against a man inappropriately as well and so so you, that's we have the power
0: dynamic that the woman has over, over the, man. the man
3: yes and it's you know it's horrible because we we are now we are now looking into industries that were never really looked at before like media, Hollywood, entertainment, and Congress, you know, the government, uh, our own state here in Illinois, they're having to come up with rules for sexual harassment now because a lot of accusations on state lawmakers. All of these things, these these um, little enclaves are now sort of being looked at, which weren't really.
0: Do you think before. we're in overreaction now, Ray? I want to get everybody's reaction. Are we in overreaction mode now?
1: I think it's a political season and politics is fueling a lot of this discussion and debate. I think where was the woman, what did she did she tell you what she said when she heard Juanita Broderick stand up and accuse Bill Clinton? No. Right. And I doubt that she would have said that Juanita if she were a Democrat, I think politics would have played a big factor yes, and it, it does. has played a factor and it and it continues to play a factor. And for us to pretend that anybody really cares <coughs> other than the victims. Of uh, sexual harassment in this environment. I just don't believe anything when I hear people say um, on TV or in public that um, we should believe everybody. But
0: do we also have a situation where everything is being lumped under the headline sexual harassment? For sure. And when you look at what Harvey Weinstein has allegedly done and you look at uh, Kevin Spacey, and right. you look at uh, Al Franken and you look at Judge Roy Moore. I mean, yeah. my my point is, what Al Franken did compared to what Judge Moore allegedly did. Let's say they're both yeah. alleged; they're both yeah. allegations. Well, it seems to me that the allegations against Roy Moore yeah. are far more serious right. than the others. Well, and
2: what her- that becomes yeah. is a right. choice between. Elect a Democrat in a red state or elect a potential pedophile. And that you would even have to sort of, hmm, gee, I don't oh, know what well, am i going to do. Wait a That's minute. That's sort of ridiculous. The hypocrisy from
3: the left on this. The defense, let's, let's just go back to the defense of Bill Clinton. I mean, Bill Clinton why did do some we things. Why don't we talk about Roy he Moore? He was completely defended. We're not talking about Bill and, Clinton. I mean, talk Bill, about
2: Roy Moore. But the well, point
3: is... <laughs> <laughs> if if you want to accuse the Trump is, of what doing anything, ism. it's for the doing exactly what, what the
0: Democrats ism. did. But, 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 let's but, but, not do let's, let's talk but, but, about the issue. Let's go. Let's go back. Yeah. I, I agree with uh, with the professor. Yeah. Let's talk about why more. Now, yeah. let me ask this other question because this is an integral part of virtually every recent uh, uh, charge. Right there, it's 20, 30, 40 years later. Why does it take anyone? Whether whether the person is is gay or straight, man or yeah. woman, why does it take them so long to be so moved by well, it, or do they do they only do it when there's the comfort that they're going to be viewed in a positive way?
3: Well, I don't know that it's the comfort of being viewed in a positive way. I think what people need to understand um, is that if if somebody gropes you or whatever as a woman, it's it's so personal. It is you know it it crosses so many lines. And you know, there's the, the layers of self doubt that women will go through. Did I encourage this? Did this happen to me? What did I do? <laughs> did did I perceive this? Is that Am exacerbated I by of... being
2: a teenager? By and the way? I
3: think so. I think that in many ways, it's not that. Oh, I'm going to wait till it looks good for me to come forward. I think that it it truly is a very personal violation on any level. A growth or you know can be as devastating in many ways as is a, a rape
0: would you now, Phil would you acknowledge that it is suspect that the woman involved in making the initial charge against judge Roy Moore she comes out after a highly publicized primary and suddenly after 40 years she decides that she's going to come clean to yeah. the Washington post <laughs> is there anything about that as a politi- as a political Operative, is there anything about that that smells a little dicey?:
2: I would say if it were a singular sort of event, yeah I'd be like, I'd be wondering, okay, so who, who's outing him But on the heels of everything that happened with Harvey Weinstein that it seemed like this is a tsunami building and he well, just happens to get it, caught in the tsunami of it. it.
0: it. Ray, you're a reporter. Take us through because in your illustrious career as a journalist, you have heard a lot of dirt about a lot of people was a yeah. reporter was, was a, reporter, a reporter but
1: at city hall there were aldermen we knew that were having sexual relations with underlings with interns um, and the media never reported it
0: and why you did you never th- report
1: it i never reported it why either not? why because it wasn't what the newspaper wanted they didn't send me to city hall to to uh, find out whether an alderman was having an affair with a 14 year old girl um, They didn't ask for that. That's not what they wanted. They wanted me to cover the politics of it. Today, it's a different story. Do you think the Washington Post didn't know about these stories about Roy Moore? Is there anybody at this table that doesn't think that these rumors about Roy Moore haven't been out there for 40 years? And why didn't we cover yeah. it 30 years ago? When every And it, believe me, their aldermen, I'm not going to name any, but... Everybody knew what those people were doing for years, yeah. and it goes on 20 years, and you say to yourself, well, why do I write the story well, Cokie, now but not then?
0: Cokie Roberts today on, on This Week uh, on ABC, she was talking about you know when she was a reporter on Capitol Hill, and she said there were certain people you just knew right. you didn't get into the elevator with, and everybody knew it. Well, my point when I was talking back to the TV set, well, why didn't you report it then? I mean, that was 40 years ago. So if there are 40 years of women who may have been in elevators with people in Congress that they shouldn't have been in the elevators but with. And one of the reasons was because you, whatever, you, you chose a career path that wanted to get you to the top. Right. And And by spilling the yeah. beans against a sitting member right. of Congress—
3: but that's you the problem with that. it. To begin with, that's the
0: problem. That's it, the problem. Because with it this. puts
3: women in a position of having to decide what is worth speaking up about and what I'm willing to live with, what how I'm willing right, to tolerate. Well, also, maybe I can just keep avoiding him, yeah. and that then I'll be okay. There's also no, light that, that's, in the case. that's the problem with but, harassment. But,
0: but no, the point is when yeah. when you are, you know, the Capitol Hill reporter right. for ABC or public radio. I mean that, that's that's a tremendous platform. Listen, right. that but you still everything. have that. That is every bit as important a platform as the New York Times reporter who decided they were going to put their body. But, but lines who's, who's going to be your boss? You
2: still have a boss right.
3: in that newsroom, and who's going to be your audience? Bruce, there's They're also legal. There's also a legal, who's, who's also a
1: legal issue in reporting these stories. I've always been trained that you cross the line of libel um, when you accuse somebody of sexual activity, illegal sexual activity or the use of drugs or criminal conduct. Those are the three areas you never reported about unless you had absolute certainty that something was going on. Hearing a rumor that an alderman was coddling some little girl in his <coughs> office and you'd see her Was not a little
0: girl? I mean, let's be honest. Are we talking We're talking about,
1: about teenagers.
0: Teenagers, yeah. okay. in, in your case. Not my case. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. The, no, oh, no. no. But, you know. No. But the, what I'm saying is... In yeah. the case of the allegations... How do you, you make naming, that allegation? You're Nobody is You
1: cannot. You cannot right. write a story accusing somebody of sexually no, harassing somebody not. without somebody stepping forward to say that was done to me and, and having some substance. with It's it.
3: a he said, she said. That it sounds cliche, but Unless the cliche is true. Right. So you've got right. a powerful person or somebody, and then you've got this young woman. Her story. But that's you, the
0: you problem. Th- that, do you see it as he's, he said, she said in the Roy Moore case?
2: You, no, you, there's a, you there's, her. A, there's a lot of she says in there. And the, the thing that tip, really tipped it for me was the former police officer who who tells the reporter, oh, yeah, we had to keep him out of this, the shopping malls. Yeah. And, yes. and I went, oh, that's, hold on. It, well, his answer to I, Sean
4: Hannity wasn't very impressive either. I, yeah. Quite honestly, um, Republicans who are supporting Roy Moore are are hypocrites. They are. They are, because I, I can remember not too long ago with Bill Clinton, uh, you know, right. a predatory male in power. <laughs> yes, it- okay, obstruction of justice, perjury, opened himself up to blackmail. Okay, that was horrendous, all right? Now right. we're seeing the same thing but in different shades right now in Alabama. And, and uh, honestly, um, Bruce, th- th- those victims did not want to come forward. The Washington Post forced the story and and then you had a domino effect and and you have a permissive environment too post Harvey Weinstein and uh, you know Absolutely. the USA today had, had a, a story you know, is there is yeah. there
0: is there a journalism piece here you know does the washington as you say the women didn't want to go forward they were forced you know they were forced by the washington post they were going to reveal their reveal their names before they acknowledged any of this no stuff? but but they were pursued by the washington post as over over several yeah. months right over several months
4: and right. they step forward, and right. in an environment post Harvey Weinstein, where you've got Me Too, or like, I, I, I think something needs to be you said. You also
0: have another. You also have journalists. But, but but they've got nothing to gain either, here. Bruce. You have you, to, you have to remember who, these are Republicans. Right, who, All these victims
4: are Republicans. some of them voted for the conservatives. Yes, you know, who, exactly.
0: Yeah. No, when you say who has it to, to gain, the victims don't the, have the, anything the, to gain. The, they have everything the, to lose. The Washington Post, the Washington Post has a lot to gain. If yes. they have a story and they release that story after the primary, so they put the Republican Party and the President of the United States, whom they did Why ate, wouldn't you do it before the primary? Place. Well, exactly. that was a political That's decision. That's the question I asked 20 minutes ago. Well, well, why did they do it then? Right. They didn't they have it. a story. Well. Well. I think they, 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 I they really chose to drop it, it back shortly. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Look, you've got misdemeanors. We well. also remember that uh, it was the New York Times that uh, went after Harvey Weinstein. So when we think about uh, the big bad liberal New York Times, they went after one of the bastions of politics. But, and Democratic it took party them a the while West. too. It took them a while. Weren't the to rumors do it? going
1: around forever about that guy too. Well, uh,
0: that's right. Well, and it and makes again, you somebody.
1: What, what happened? What provoked? provoked this? Well, do somebody it? said
0: something because <laughs> See, a lot I of people the, knew about it.
1: I don't I, think they did it because they were principled. I think that they either thought someone else was going to get the story, or that there was some other factor that pushed them.
4: Probably.
0: Well, well what I, I have but friends but that were but but, and but, and but the, would you, you also understand, do that, Ray. Everybody Ray, knew. you also understand. I mean, there is, especially between the Post and uh, the New York Times, there is there is a healthy, very healthy competition. And yeah. again, as far as creating, coming up with a story that dominated news. The New York Times has done it with the Harvey Weinstein story. Yeah. They brought up the whole sexual harassment thing, and then the The New Yorker was involved uh, with the you know the Kevin yeah. Spacey story, and so right. others were involved, so the pressure was on the Washington Post so the Washington Post has to do something, and they figure well well this thing let, let's let 's work on this one but the but my point about before the break is if the Washington Post had the story breaking it before the primary had it broken before the primary. Luther Strange would have would have won the primary.
5: Right.
0: You would have had a moderate... Maybe moderate they didn't consider. have the story, then. You wouldn't have the, sto- you wouldn't have the story. M- maybe they didn't have
4: the story. Maybe no. they didn't have sources. I maybe love, maybe uh, it wasn't. We won't least ever know. know yeah, you could publish yeah. Yeah. Up. I, I'm not going to give we the benefit of uh, the doubt. You know, no. What happens, I mean, when it
0: suspicious. came out, the bottom I, line is, when it came out, it put everybody... <laughs> everybody let me finish. It put everybody in a trick bag. It put the voters of Alabama in a trick bag. It put the Republicans in Congress in a trick bag. It put... Uh, uh, the president of the United States in a trick bag, and where everybody, the, everybody's like in a straitjacket right now. Yeah, and everybody's saying, <clears throat> "Let the voters of Alabama decide," which I think is the answer. They and, you, and they but will,
2: we, we, and much to their, I think, dismay, because he will be a distraction, and he becomes the public distraction that the Democrats you, uh, well, can uh, always you, point to. You're right. You guys about that. elected and, and a and pedophile. Plus, plus, so there you go. Uh, p- p- plus, this it, is it could create.
0: This is good good
4: for
2: the Democrats. 100% (laughs) it's good for the Democrats. (laughs)
0: Yes.
4: And it could create two, three, four, (laughs) five more. Let's have Al Franken and John Conyers set
1: up the investigative committee to look (laughs) into this. I'd I'd love to see them in charge. Why hasn't one Democrat spoken out again? Demanded that Al Franken step down or no, um, John Conyers step down. There's hypocrisy. B- because we yes, have a process we have to go through. Well, the Pelosi did, is no, not no, been complimentary
2: to Conyers. Sometimes. Right.
1: She said he's going to step down from the Judiciary Committee. He did. He did. So, so what resigning. So right. what? But, he's, but, he a, but he's a pedophile is the issue. I'm not knocking you. She used that same argument today. We're talking about a pedophile, which is there far There is worse a difference. Than, there's a, there is a, there's a there, difference. I'm not saying there there's, isn't, but I'm saying there. when we're looking right. across the board, prosecute everybody that's guilty. Don't just single them out. and say, yeah. look, we'll deal with these guys later because we got a pedophile. You, 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 but why is he
2: not a pedophile, and yet the NYPD <sighs> is investigating oh, him,
4: right?
1: Yeah, I don't know. So he, maybe he, he goes to
4: prison yeah. because yeah. of his thing. You can compare Roy Moore and Al Franken, but you can't. Because Al Franken, that has entered into a legal proceeding. The Ethics Committee is going to do its thing. You don't have that in Alabama. It's, it's a, this whole thing is being judged strictly through a political filter. He says he's and going to he's, sewer, he's it. not going to do it. <laughs> but he's it, denied it. There's, no, there's no legal, there, there's nothing legal right. about These what's happening in Alabama. Charges, it's all political. Not, yeah. He
1: has denied thing. it, though. Isn't that a factor too? And and let let, me ask this question one
0: one, at a time. Let me ask this question.
2: So, I was thinking, what's the best possible outcome for me? It's Alabama gets a senator who's a Republican because it's a red state. I, I totally get that. Does the governor and the secretary of state have to certify the results? Of the election, be bad
4: they didn't. does
2: yeah. the Senate have to that would accept be bad. the results? I, that,
4: that's, that's a bad example. And if they
2: if they toss we, it
1: up and go, no, we're not no. going to accept, do we? Just and convict the them without voted. a trial? Yeah. No. Do we convict them without and a trial? i right. I mean, he I does think that, how, how much damage? To to trial, how how much damage jail, do you one one get? they made it clear. Wait, wait,
0: but here, but let's let's get back to the point because you're you're putting up a very real situation. Uh, one one could argue, which I don't know the answer to this question. It would seem to me that there would have been a more aggressive attempt to have a write-in campaign yeah. in Alabama, right. but maybe there's. Well, insulting can the I make a prediction? S- yeah. Trump, Trump preempted
4: all that.
2: Exactly.
1: Can I make a prediction? Yes. Roy Moore wins this election. Yes, I believe And that. within six months, he steps down, and they appoint another Republican to take his place. Oh
4: that that, that would be a good thing you think yeah. so. That's what I yeah. think, uh, think.
1: If I if this were purely about politics, which I think a lot of it yeah, is, yeah, but they're going to be saying, Ray, "Let's get him in Ray, there, and then we'll deal uh, with if,
4: this if if after the election." More, then we'll save the if spot I'm more, and then, yeah. You've accused me of being a pedophile okay. among my family, my friends, yes. my peers. You think I'm going to step down? They're going to have to, have to, have to prove it. No winning. way. If no way.
3: If he ends up winning and feels that way, he's
0: not going
5: to. You yeah. Know, if he ends the up winning, why would it? And, exactly and, and, is, and, and, is, and the where's the tax t- reform bill?
0: And, and I'm going to go green on it. And what's going to happen is <laughs> okay. the the battle will then be every single story, no matter how, whatever the big right. issue is, every story is going to start with the fact that the Republican majority, albeit a very slim majority, has a pedophile who was elected by yeah. the people of Alabama. Going and into that, it's an gonna, election it's cycle? going to be in That's every crazy. single story. That's crazy. But you know what? But but here's the other point. Not just that. here's the other point the other point by the way is people around the country who already are tired of this story perhaps they might say you know what there was a charge he said he wasn't guilty the people of Alabama voted now why does that, this why, that's, why, just why does that's this, it. why does this click in Washington and get a chance to say hell no to the voters of Alabama I could right. see I could see other people I could see this issue being used in a positive way in the 2018 elections because people will say, I don't like Mitch McConnell. I don't like the way that right. the Senate treated this guy. He might not have been a bad guy, but you know what? The people of Alabama, Alabama voted on this. Well, yeah, and,
4: yeah, but Bruce, I think the people of Alabama... And the media is going to be you, hammering but Bruce, it. you're, you're
3: hitting the gonna nail And they're going to overhammer it. That's why Trump was elected, for that very same reason. That's Who right. are they to tell me?
0: That is exactly Who? right. And so and the national news media cannot stop exactly. themselves from beating a so, dead horse. All they those Trump it.
3: supporters out there are in
1: agreement.
0: Back shortly, 1-800-723-8289. i am Bruce Dumont. Thanks for being with us tonight. you mind. We continue with hour number two of Beyond the Beltway this evening. Thanks very much for joining us. Our commentary this evening, coming from Philip Beverly, Ray Hannania Stephanie Hitt, and Chris Veronis. Phone lines open 1-800-723-8289. 1-800-723-8289. Let's go to calls. Let's go to Joseph listening to us on KLBJ in Austin, Texas. Go ahead, Joe. Thanks,
6: Bruce. Yeah, I'm very disappointed in the uh, panel. The, yes. uh, you know, I... I do like Trump. I like his agenda, not not his personal life. I like I liked his agenda. You know, he was the only one that talked about immigration and uh, strong borders, and and he uh, talked about uh, deregulation and uh, also the globalization as a threat. None mm-hmm. of the other Republicans were talking about these things, and and then the the, the coup de gras for the panel. I think, is the fact that Trump wants to federalize a lot of the programs, move them to the states. Now, the states have a requirement for a balanced budget, so that solves the balanced bu- balanced budget problem by moving the programs to the states. Then you'll have constraints on spending. I mean, the panel is completely out of touch. I mean, Trump is... Uh, He's a godsend to us. He, he is, all of his issues are critical issues
0: right now. All right, Joe, let's let uh, Chris Veronis uh, tackle you first. He is a Republican, but he disagrees with you. Go ahead.
4: Well, I, I disagree that no Republican has been talking about this issue. I mean, Pat Buchanan basically is uh, Donald Trump with a brain, and he's been championing these issues. For years uh you know he t- took 30 33 percent away from george hw <laughs> bush in yeah. 1992 um he's been championing his issues number one number two i i mean it I, there is a cleavage in the republican party right now um it's hard we are talking off air like what is an establishment republican nowadays because you know the firebrands in 2010 were the tea party today they're "Quote unquote establishment Republicans." So uh, we're sorting through that. But what I would ask the caller is, if if these issues are so near and dear to him, why is it that Donald Trump is populating his cabinet, his administration, with globalists, uh, with war makers, with with um, people who ran Goldman Sachs, with Democrats, is 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 his his daughter? Um, I I, I, I fail to see. I can understand the energy around Donald Trump, but I think what a lot of Trump voters don't understand or don't want to understand is that he's unable to deliver. The Trump
0: you see on Twitter is what you're going to all get. All right, let's let Joe respond. Go ahead, Joe.
6: Okay, well, first of all, in order to get his cabinet filled, he had to, the, the Senate has to approve all of his cabinet Appointees, And they, they, in case you haven't noticed, the, re, the Republican Senate is very hostile, very hostile to Donald Trump and right. to his plans. They do not want the swamp drained, want the program sent back to the states. They are ugly, ugly, ugly Republicans. And I would like to say one more thing about Roy Moore. Yeah. You know, you have the Deep South. The Deep South has different mores and folkways than the rest of the country. It's common there for older men to date younger women. Elvis Presley, would you call Elvis Presley a pedophile?
4: Yes, I would.
1: Only now, though. Only now, though. Not before. Well, well no, I, nobody think would have called him that out. before. And, I don't and, think it was and coming. Jerry go, ahead, Lewis. go ahead, make your point, now, Joseph. Now, go after ahead. the fact.
6: Uh, the the thing is, older men in the South they dated these young girls with the intention of marrying them and having a big family. If a thirty-three-year-old man dated a thirty-three-year-old woman, she's only got two years left. Joseph. Childbearing uh, years. Simple question.
4: Simple question. Is pedophilia illegal in all 50 states?
6: What is pedophilia? What do you you call pedophilia? Did he have intercourse with him? Did he touch him?
4: Sexual attraction to a minor, someone below 18. That's pedophilia.
6: None of them involve intercourse.
1: Joe, uh, Joe, I agree with you that. I I haven't seen all the evidence. We've seen a lot of accusations. um, And I I think that that just accusing him of having done something isn't enough for me.
0: Let me ask you a question before we uh, move on, Joe. Let me ask you the question because you obviously are a true believer. There's a lot of big things that that brought you to the Trump train, and and you are a little disappointed that maybe not all of it's done as as of uh, what you've just said. But well, I blame uh, the
6: Republicans. The okay, you're Republicans blaming the Republicans. The but here's yes.
0: my question. When it comes to Donald Trump himself, does he spend too much time talking about issues, whether it's kneeling at an NFL game or releasing a U.S. A UCLA basketball player? Does he spend too much time talking and tweeting about those things, which become national focuses of conversation as well as uh, sexual harassment? Does he spend too much time on issues that might be described as inconsequential issues in the big picture? And he doesn't spend as much time talking about the things that you would like him to talk about. To be specific, what is he going to do about the Dreamers? He sort of talked out of both sides of his mouth about what is he going to do with the Dreamers. That's going to be one of the major issues to be resolved by the end of this year. I mean, do you think he wastes some of his valuable bully pulpit time? by talking about inconsequential things that dominate the news.
6: Well, there's a complete vacuum in the United States for somebody on the conservative side with conservative values to speak up and condemn behavior, gross behavior, ugly behavior, where our pro-athletes stand for the anthem in another country and sit for our anthem when it's played. We have some really... Disgusting athletes, spoiled athletes. Many of them from the ghetto. They don't appreciate the United States. They hate the United States. That's a fact. We need somebody. We, well, I don't know if it's
0: a fact. It's an opinion that you're sharing tonight, and you may oh, be sorry. sharing an opinion that others have. Phil Beverly, your just response. Just go to YouTube um, and watch, Look at all the black might people come condemning you. Underprivileged the backgrounds. Anyhow, I think is. a minute. Go ahead, Bill I think is,
2: uh sort of inconsequential. As much as they uh, hating their country, I don't know that you have any evidence to support what goes on in somebody's head. So I, I appreciate your sort of projection about what they may Hippy or may toe. not Hippy be toe. believing. But you know, the one of the things that I was committed to when I was in the military was protecting the Constitution of the United States, which has this thing called the First Amendment. And the, though I may disagree with what you say, I'll fight to the death for your right to say it. That's not a that's not a new construct.
6: First Amendment. What's wrong with Trump? Having the First Amendment, nothing's wrong with Trump having he the, First, the First, Amendment, First Amendment, Joseph. He can say
2: whatever he wants. He's the president of the United
6: States, and he does. And yeah, he I, does. I, I like it. To, it to the
0: detriment
2: it. of the country, it doesn't matter.
0: We've got to move on. Amendment's Joseph, about. thanks for your call one 80289 Is there anybody else listening into the great southern part of the United States that would like to stand up and react to Joseph's assessment of the? Uh, Sexual Interests of Older Men in the South. one 800 Tonight on Beyond the Beltway.
1: I think that that person would probably be, it be kicked out of Bruce Dumont, We are yeah, back on the air.
0: Watch what you're saying. <laughs> 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 Let's go to Terry listening to us in Fort Wayne, Indiana on Whoa Whoa. Nice to hear from WoWo tonight, and also um, long-time listeners uh, to WoWo. I'm very happy that uh, a couple of weeks ago I was here when Bob Seaver, the great broadcaster, the late great broadcaster from WoWo, was inducted into the National Radio Hall of Fame. And so uh, it's great to take off our hats to the people listening uh, in eastern uh, Indiana tonight. Go ahead, Terry, you're on the air. Uh,
7: Yeah, I called about taxes, but first, I'm not from the south, but I was stationed in Montgomery for a long time. Yeah. Um, so, while I find Judge Moore uh, really creepy, yep. I went to my, my high school. I thought your comments about uh, pedophile was, you know, really offensive and racist. Um,
0: In which way, sir? I'm, 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 I'm missing... Well, point.
7: my mother-in-law was... I'm missing
0: ...married your point. at 15.
7: 15. Yeah. Her mother was married at 14, and to yeah. refer to that as... Pedophiles is just off base.
0: Okay, well, take it. You're you're upset, and again, during the break, we were talking about some of those issues, which I mean, I'm not. I'm,
7: having sex with someone under 18 is not pedophilia. That's just a false statement. You don't have to make things up to make your case sound stronger. You know, again, what he did was socially unacceptable. I just think you should be more careful about how you use your words.
4: Well, well, but at the same time, pedophilia yeah. is a criminal statute. There's a thing called consent, and I think these are really valuable. Pedophilia valued. is not
7: a criminal statute. Pedophilia is a sexual deviancy. It's not having sex with someone under have the age Have you ever heard of the
4: MAN Act, transporting underage minors? That doesn't minors.
7: create science by law. Pedophilia is having <clears> sex <throat> with someone who hasn't reached puberty. You can make it a crime to have sex with a minor but you can't create pedophilia by statute.
1: Well, I I think that the argument that was being made, though, is that there was a legal limit in which somebody, an adult, cannot have sex that's with someone true, under that true, age, and I think that's, a a defi- no, but that's the definition. No, that's the pedophilia. definition of pedophilia that we're using. No, it isn't. Well, it I'm, isn't. I'm saying it that's is. The, if the law scientific. says, if the law and you're says wrong. It.
7: That's just an okay. ignorant, racist sentence. Ah.
1: But isn't
0: isn't? Uh,
7: I mean, are, are my relatives right. are they like subhuman? They're like dogs. They the don't law. If the law
1: allowed it, it's not. If the law allowed it, it's not. That's
7: their culture. Their culture is just like you know, it's kind of a subhuman culture
1: Did the law allow because it? Because
7: they're from Thailand, they're not really human.
4: Yeah, no. but you're, you're. I mean, how, how does the law play into this? Like, what, what's the state? What's That's the locality? When did are it you, happen? Are, are you, Terry? So are hard. you,
0: are you saying? I wait a minute. Are you saying that there is no that the, that the state of Alabama uh, d- does not and should not enforce uh, sex with with a minor?
7: No. If you're having sex with a minor, then what, should, would what would you call it? What would you call just it? You shouldn't call that pedophilia. That's not pedophilia. That's a medical term.
0: When does it become pedophilia in your mind?
7: When you have sex with someone who hasn't reached puberty. If they haven't reached puberty, you're having sex with a child. That is what pedophilia is. I don't think I just would I just like you I just think you would should use your terms a little bit more carefully. Okay. But I really call it was about taxes i just wanted to see if there was any itemized deductions that you guys would agree to get rid of or if it would just be better to get rid of all itemized deductions because it just seems like a list of special interests here's something for you here's something for you here's something for you why don't we just get rid of itemized deductions altogether?
4: Well, it, my business <laughs> well, it would go we, down the well, but we
3: use, you know, historically we use the tax code to encourage certain kinds of behavior, like home ownership. We want to encourage that, so we give a tax deduction for, you know, mortgages. We and want to Canada encourage people has to as, as
7: much well, home ownership I, as we do, and they don't give that deduction. I don't want to do, live do, in do,
4: Canada. there, there is well, a valid point, should, point here. There's a valid point here, in that the tax it, code has give been benefits gamed. that
5: renters don't, right.
4: You have entitlement programs buried in the tax code. It, it's a good point. The whole point about mortgage interest deduction, why are we encouraging, why are we incentivizing people to own a home? There, there shouldn't be and, – and then you get a, the, a financial collapse in 2008. I, I mean, it, it's a it's a really valid point. But unfortunately, there's these huge constituencies attached to these programs, which, which makes them hard – Hard to cut out. So well, I, I, and, think, I think but, it's a valid point. And,
3: but you know, a lot of, uh, in years past, those deductions have really been tied to what a lot of average people find important in their lives. For example, college loans, mortgage deductions, charitable giving, things like that. These yeah. are all good how, things. They're not necessarily um, bad things. And
4: how, how about, as a society, how about society, one straight
3: you know what? Across I think a lot of and people would like that. How about
4: that? And get rid of all that. the deductions. I
2: like Right. That idea. You
3: change the rate so it's a more reasonable you're rate. You're going to
2: negatively impact the corporate sector cuz if you think that the, the tax code is about protecting individual taxpayers, that's ridiculous. The tax code is about protecting <laughs> the the corporate sector more than anything. Well,
4: you, you then combine that <laughs> with the
0: capital gains tax cut. Terry, yeah. we're going to say farewell to you. Okay, Thank okay, you. Thank you for your impassioned night call about pedophilia and tax reform thank you very much let's go to scott in austin texas only in america go ahead you're on the air scott
5: first of all you guys, said your panels members have said things that shows what's wrong with this country first of all the president doesn't need to do anything about the dreamers he's not a king congress is supposed to do something about okay. the Dreamers. second pedophilia is not a crime it is not illegal to be a pedophile it is illegal to act upon those urges. Okay. If if more if more wants is attracted to young girls and he marries one of them, probably under the laws of most states, once they're married, if she's old enough to be married and it's legal, then you can have sex. Okay. But you you can't say that that the feel that that's if it's not illegal to be a drug addict, it's not illegal to be a criminal, it's not illegal to be a gang member that's acting that's acting on those urges or whatever.
0: That is illegal uh, At, but, this, po- at yeah. this point Let me let me ask you a political question now You've made your legal argument uh, In support of uh, Judge Roy Moore Do you think politically speaking It would be Is he better for the Republican Party If he wins Or is he better for the Republican Party If he loses
5: Well first of all I'm not making an argument For Moore or anybody else It's just that's, th- This is part of the This is how the, the discussion has devolved to me, but no matter what, the media is going to report every horrible thing about more every horrible yes. thing about Trump. And, and we, let me just add one. Let me let me, about, let me add one thing,
0: Scott. Religion. The media will also use the term pedophile because that is an emotionally charged word, and that's one. Of and the they're the why and we they're think the, the news ones that the have been media. using this word, and the Democrats have picked up on it as well. And Go that's
5: ahead. why the press saying is fake news. Because we're
4: not as stupid as the press thinks we are. So, I mean, you've, 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 <laughs> you've explained pedophilia pretty well. And, and if you look at Merriam-Webster, pedoph- the definition would be someone who is sexually attracted to a minor. Um, to, uh, and that, that says nothing about commission, which was your point, which was a valid one. Um, what about the fact that none of these underaged women wanted, invited this to happen? Uh, that sounds to me like the textbook definition of sexual harassment. I mean, you, must, can't separate, I, you can't separate you can't separate that from the fact that he may or may not be a pedophile.
5: I, I don't know what happened and that it would depend on the circumstances, but I do have trouble believing that after all this time, nobody came forth until after the, the primary and after the ballots were printed and the take-home ones were mailed out. The whole thing sounds I, like... I think... Nonsense! I think
0: I think Scott has, has hit the nail on the head. This does not pass the smell test. You know, R- Judge Roy Moore may be the, 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 a horrible person for what he's allegedly done, he, and everybody can have different opinions. Okay, but let's say that he is. The voters, not only Scott, who doesn't even who lives in Texas, and callers that are in Alabama tonight the point is they make they'll make the decision they're going to make they're yeah, going to they make will. the decision based yeah. on their own the, thoughts but you know he's not a but, he's not a good guy but they're going they're going to vote on it and you, part you, of the reason can't. part of the reason is they are going to vote for or against him in my view a lot of people are going to be voting for him because of the way the washington post broke the story and when they bought it they smell something that doesn't smell right to them.
7: right? And, 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 I and also let's, think, let's well, be, let's be clear here.
2: Well, it might be the Republicans who, some Republican operatives, who generated this story. I mean, don't put this on the Democrats because well, it's the Washington Post. I put it on the Washington Post. The frustration, it's the, it's though. the Post, but
0: who be. generated the story for the Post? A the, reporter probably with the Washington but Post. But the
3: frustration yeah. also is that Trump is getting excoriated for actually verbalizing um, a very practical point, and that is let the let the <laughs> voters in Alabama decide they're going to decide what they think about this story and they're also going to decide what they need they, what what they're sending to Washington in terms of how he's going to vote on very very important upcoming things and At some point voters are making a decision a practical decision of. Look, we need he, these votes. He also votes. wants it both ways this, too. We need he, he's you, we making we need a very politically Republican, pragmatic and point, and, and he's, very, he's not
4: saying anything now, about the He's moral getting
3: excoriated for it, although you know, the Democrats defend their their bad guys by saying that they support the liberal agenda. it's so,
0: always about an important vote. There's an important vote coming up. The question is Roy Moore is likely to vote one way and Mr. Jones is likely to vote a different way, and the question is the voters of Alabama will decide. Do they want tax cuts? Do they want, do they want crackdown on border enforcement? Do they want all of the litany of things that Donald Trump has said they're, they're for? If they do, they will hold their nose, and they'll vote for Roy Moore. If not, they're going to vote for Jones, and they'll be a Democrat from Alabama. And you know what? The republic could still survive that. Back shortly. Live from Chicago, it's Saturday Night Live, The Experience. Tuesday through Sundays and open late on Wednesday nights at the Museum of Broadcast Communications. Order tickets at museum.tv. But you know what? He could he Bruce Dumont back in Chicago. Thanks very much for joining us. Eric Mueller sent us an email, and I'm going to share it with the audience tonight because it uh, castigates uh, me and our panelists. Sorry, Bruce, your first caller was correct. The definition of pedophilia. Your panelist is wrong. Even using the Webster dictionary of pedophile was incorrect. It is ten to twelve year old prepubescence. The second caller is right. We are not ignorant and are tired of the Orwellian propaganda of the media, and your panelists and the leftists and the Democrats. We are a smart public, and that is why we listen to you and make our own decisions. We need to eliminate the fake news and propagandists. Eric Mueller, fifty-four, listening in beautiful San Diego, California.
1: Well, I think so that there you go. I, I think Nancy Pelosi should hear that message and stop using the word pedophilia. I agree with that. Well, and now big, I'm going to I, use that I, argument. I want to thank the I, listener for pointing that out. Well, well, and well, I, I, well But I
3: think we've heard <laughs> this from a couple of our callers, as well as Eric, and yeah. that is there is an anger out there, and it's that anger that elected Trump. And it's this, you know,
4: What has it gotten you?
3: The, but, but people are tired of the media telling people what to believe, the media manipulating people. Well, people are tired uh, of, go- come people, on. of their officials come going to on. Washington— and then going along with the media. Seriously, and going along. Is the media people that are helpful? Yes, people, yes. That people dumb? are that. If, if, nobody mean, trusted okay. anymore. Then
2: don't trust you, them. Make your own decisions. But if you're going well, to have a foil they, to blame the media, oh, the media made me beliefs, then you're an <laughs> idiot. And that's just I, all I, to it.
1: I, I think the media is an institution that needs to be held accountable in their night and if they're manipulating
3: the news yes. or they're everybody manipulating the timing of their held stories
1: everybody i totally right. agree so do we
0: agree everybody. do we everybody. agree do we agree then that based on our conversations this evening the democrats professor and the media should not use the word pedophile when describing judge Roy Moore? i think it's more nuanced
2: than that actually okay. because Tell me more. what the what the caller and the emailer i think are referring to sort of etymologically, Ray, you help me out here, is the denotation of the word, and what is being used is the connotation of what it means. And those two may be very different. So the the specific definition that may exist, like in the DSM-5 or in a dictionary is very different than, I think, people's understanding of
1: it. This morning, we heard Nancy Pelosi get up on TV and say that there's a difference between Roy Moore and everybody else because he's a pedophile. That's what she said. (coughs) And it's true. I I didn't look up the definition of pedophile because I assume pedophile means anybody that's under 16 or under the age of consent. But the point that I was trying to make earlier is that I think all of them— Republicans and Democrats should be held At the same standard And I don't think even using a label like that Is good enough to single him out And say that his election is worse Than the other elections of Al Franken Or John Conyers I think they're terrible There's no doubt Nancy
3: Pelosi Uh, used A a very very charged word Without the right kind of Evidence or proof And she does it to throw She does it to, to slam people And then she's also doing it so that she can go out and defend Al Franken and John Conyers, which so, she's been doing. By the so way, the, the, other,
0: the other term that is used uh, has been used by the Democrats, by some, and used, more by the Democrats than specifically the media, and they've used the term child molester.
2: Yeah, exactly. Okay.
0: Interchangeable.
2: Which are all mm. charged. I mean, And so the, the sort of red meat politics <laughs> that Pelosi engages in yep. is red meat politics. I'm a Democrat. Not a big Nancy Pelosi fan, and I would agree to that. But she And is. there's the red meat politics on the other side that I need to hear you talk about as well.
3: And the example is give me that example. I don't see the example. Really?
2: How about yeah. how about the dreamers? How about the wall? How about the 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 attack on but a, on athletes? But Call them they, sons of what? Really? You don't think that's red meat politics as well?
1: Phil, don't you think, though, that there is an issue with immigration that needs to be addressed, that nobody else is addressing? When you hear a guy like Luis Gutierrez, um, who gets up there and says he's going to fight for immigration, he's been doing it for 22 years or 24 years. I think he has an issue that he's exploiting. He's not going to resolve it. Exactly. So I want to see it resolved. And And I think Trump could push us to the point. Where we might resolve this immigration problem that we and, have.
2: And yet between two thousand and one and two thousand and six, when there was a Republican president and a Republican Congress in both houses, where was the immigration right. legislation introduced? But I don't see Bush. Let's right. not George be Bush hypocrites was an immigration
4: supporter. George Bush
1: pushed and, it.
2: And where was yeah. the the Republican Party that <laughs> had control of all the governmental mechanisms? <laughs> they didn't <laughs> well, do I mean, it. I mean, so not, did it. don't be hypocrites no, about No, no, but that's oh, true. But let's well, be honest. We need the time. Republican but now Party do,
0: we need a wall, at, does not, not have time. A commitment what to time.
3: immigration or immigration reform for many reasons. And th- let's look at the reasons why the Democrats do. Um, and that is there is an assumption, and I think a lot – there's an assumption that if we increase – um, the number of citizens in this country that come here through immigration, they will be more inclined to vote democratically. The, they don't than have Republican. to be
4: citizens. They could just and, get legal status and, that, but that, my that's, point that's part being, of the discussion too. That
3: you know, there's a practical reason that immigration reform is not being touched yeah. by Republicans. And is it possible
4: Very.
2: because say undocumented workers who work at some food processing plant in North Carolina get rounded up by ice? But the owner of the plant isn't arrested <laughs> for violating the same sorts of laws. Arrested. I mean, that's being, right. being hypocritical.
0: I, right. I, oh, yeah. Start
2: putting I, some okay. of There's, these Republican business owners in prison and not blaming immigration problems if on people trying to change their right. lives. You are
3: very right. If this country really cared about immigration reform, we would be. We would be actually. We don't even need to reform e-verified. the laws. Can, we would actually can, be just enforcing e-verified. the enforcing laws that exist. Got. But oh, we haven't even gotten can, there. Can, can
4: I make an important you point may. here? And, and this we'll, we'll could, determine th- if th- I, mean, I, mean, I would like it. a Trump supporter <clears throat> to address this. Yeah. Donald Trump railed against uh, illegal immigration. It's one of the things that got him elected. Yes. He will not do anything about <laughs> immigration reform this year or next year. He could have ended the Dreamer program, but he chose not to. I, I think because be he woke yeah. up one morning, Bruce, and he said, you know, this is a little mean. I'm going to give this six months, and I'm going to put it on Congress to do it, and then we'll see what happens. Of course, you could extend it again. Um, there's an easy answer here. You you force Congress to act. He, he, he doesn't How care. How does he do that? He doesn't yeah. care. He has not demonstrated an ability Luis to do Gutierrez that. Gutierrez... Wants an issue because he knows there's a lot, is, there's energy to he, it he, with he his wants, base. The same, the same is true for Donald Trump. <laughs> it's better left unresolved, undone,
1: so everybody can use it. Exactly, exactly, and nobody has the political one at a time. Board. Ray, Absolutely. Ray, Hanania. Why I like Trump? Uh, it wasn't because I agree with all his policies. I, I, I agreed with most, more with him than anybody else. <laughs> but um, I'm willing to take him at face value and say, yeah, this guy's an outsider. He's not a, a manipulated politician who parses his words and says what he's told the audience wants to hear. What's the most that gotten politi- you this year? What, right. Listen, what it's gotten it got me you? the satisfaction of seeing all these insiders stumbling all over the place. I feel good yeah. this year. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I like to see everybody meanwhile, in politics meanwhile, suffer. Meanwhile,
0: he's giving yes. a copy of Donna Brazil's book to all of his friends. <laughs> yes. to know what? <laughs> I like Donna Brazil finally admitting rate, what everybody knew. I wanted
1: to see that. That never would have come out yeah. if Trump wasn't president. Right. That's the kind of stuff I want to see. And some that's what want to so see. So basically it makes see. you
4: feel good emotionally. Yes, for the first Not time in a long some, time so, I so, feel good. Someone is as angry as you. <laughs> so, someone so, someone who's I
0: saying the good. things that
1: you've always thought But what I'm
0: saying What's wrong with Ray Hannania Or Stephanie Hitt Feeling good about their president Who says what they want to say Because for eight years There were people on the other side of the political spectrum They liked everything that came out of Barack Obama's mouth What's Be, wrong with those Be, Because people.
4: we elect a president to do things to, to, to advocate to actually policy, but not a hundred percent. To do
0: hard work, uh, to, to be a moral leader. There uh, has if, been a reduction. reduction. There There's work. been a reduction in illegal immigration okay. to this country since Donald Trump. And has been I'm going to tell. I'm going to give you two other achievements. Two other because achievements. Of the enforcement. Come on. Here we go. You don't believe that. Let's. Obama deported twice the
4: number of illegal immigrants than George, the, the w. George Bush. w. Bush. Okay. Thank but, you. I'm
3: going to. I'm going to tell you this. The
4: Mexican Mexic, Mexican economy is doing very well right well, now. Well, here's here's the other thing.
3: Neil Gorsuch. And guess what? That's great. There's a new. There's some additions to the short list. Rumors about maybe some resignations. So the Supreme Court, that is a huge achievement. And that is a very important achievement. That's why people voted for Donald Trump. And the other one, reducing federal re- regulation in federal agencies. Huge. That, if you ask business owners... They are feeling that every day. So the to say that he is isn't huge. doing anything courses is no, 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 wrong. No, the, 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 the no. Those are two get get yeah. huge things so, that, for the previous so, but, but, but eight you do years, realize, were the killing and you stifling our our economy you realize, and our country. What
4: you do, I realize, do realize? Those are huge. In 2020, if a Democrat wins, all of those
1: regulations are going are to return. I don't think I think Trump is going to be reelected. I do too. Sorry.
3: We could place our backs Nobody's going to believe
1: it. Everybody's going to predict he's going to lose just the way they did for in the same, last election. Yeah, for the same reason. And I Tell think me, he has that base out we there, have and to it's know. not going to change.
0: We have to know who the candidate is. We don't know. The exactly. Democrats do not have anybody. Right there. now, the exactly. Democrats,
3: they threw, I saw a list. <coughs> the three leading ones are well well into their 70s. We're looking at Biden, Sanders, and Elizabeth Warren again.
0: But keep in mind, number four on that list. Cory Booker? No, number four yeah. on that Gilbrand. list. Gillibrand. No, keep Listen. going. He's in the news Great. now. Booker. He's in the news now. Al Franken. Al, Al Franken. Al
3: Franken.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's going to be on. that list. I was, I was, I was hearing several, about two yeah. weeks ago when I was in California. There's, I heard someone, uh, a respected person, saying that they thought that Al Franken was going to be the Democratic nominee. Oh, That's okay. what he said in public. I'm Bruce Dumont. Yes. Thanks for joining us tonight. I do not agree with that. When we come back, we'll take your calls at 1-800-723-8289. Thanks for being with us tonight. And who did the... Bruce Dumont back in Chicago. Uh, quick response here, because during the break we were talking about who are the Democrats, and you were making the point that everybody is uh, up in age and uh, mm-hmm. is old, old news uh, to some extent. I'm going to give you a name. I gave this a couple of weeks ago. I want to I get the yeah. reaction of this group here this evening. And don't laugh at me <laughs> when I say it, because I'm, I'm talking about Donald Trump proved the importance of celebrity. And he also improved. Uh, talked about, you know. Obviously, he, this is a candidate that has to find a voice and an issue to talk about, other than just "I'm not Donald Trump." That is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You bet. Right. You bet. I'd vote for him in a heartbeat. I think he would be, I think he
2: would beat Donald Trump. Yes, no. exactly. Because he's younger would be. and he can look presidential. The whole tough guy thing, but yep. he's got the whole soft edge. And since we don't care if anybody's qualified to be president. Donald Trump. Have we ever is, cared is ever well, his image I mean his image as a celebrity <clears throat> is, is he? he is
3: clean cut. Yes. He is um,
2: yes, uh, except for the tattoos.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean he is he is attractive, okay, we'll get that. Except but for ball. he is also very patriotic. Yes. He represents a lot of things that people, you know, he does represent that country. I think he would stand with his hand over his heart for the um, national, national anthem. anthem. And he is He's clever. You know, there's, I, I mean, I, you're saying this. I love him. He's one of my favorite well, actors. Clever or you smart?
2: Know. Well, All right, let's I'm get raise.
0: Raise See, See, I, I just want to
1: raise my hand and say, can he stand? We got two votes now. Can he, I'm, I don't think he can win, but because I don't think that in the end he could stand the scrutiny. And two, um, I don't think he will express the views that I want to hear as a voter.
3: Yeah, it will depend on his policies, his position on certain things. At the end of the day, it will depend on what that. would
0: you say, uh, Bruce. Are you ready the, to the, jump the, on the W the, band yeah, bandwagon? The, here? There's one commercial that's gonna take down,
4: <clears throat> down Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. There it is right there, the Fanny Pack. Oh, okay. There <laughs> oh. Oh.
0: oh, there's a lot of Fanny
3: Pack users in the country though. Oh, He'll well. bring out of the Let's wood.
0: go to calls. It's- Let's go to line three. Scott is listening to us in South Carolina, I believe. South Bend, no. Indiana, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, South Bend. How are you guys doing? We're doing fine. Uh, How about you doing Scott?
8: Uh, pretty good. I, I listen to you guys' show every Sunday night. And, Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, 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 you're welcome. You have a good panel tonight. I was just calling. I, I couldn't... It's one of the times I couldn't uh, not call. I, I heard two of your callers that called in, and I've never in my life heard people defend pedophilia as, as much as these two callers did. I mean... The you know, One guy sitting there saying his mother was 14, 15, I forget, when she got married. Yeah. I'm assuming that he meant that, uh, uh, whether it was his father whoever it was that married her, uh, yeah, that person committed pedophilia. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, by, by law, that was pedophilia. Uh, the guy in Texas saying, oh, well, here's, if you have a 34-year-old man and he wants a big family, well, of course he's going to marry young. At fourteen, yep. why why not eighteen? How yep. about eighteen or twenty? Keep it legal. I mean, the defense of this is astonishing to me. I mean, I'm not even not in the, the habit of, of uh, uh, ignoring due process, but people aren't even you know acting like it, it matters that maybe it did happen. <laughs> I don't know. It just was crazy to me.
0: <laughs> well, uh, there's it's a it's a it's a crazy time, and and I think uh, I made the the, the point that. The, the the level of people in this country, who uh, they either hate conservatives or they hate liberals. In this particular case, we're talking about the state of Alabama. I mean, the, the point is, uh, they may overlook this. May be some other thing that that most candidates would be absolutely you know dead in the water on. They may overlook I, it. You know, we're going to know in a couple of weeks, in a couple of days. We're you not. Know, I, you know, we're not going gonna... to. I, I was born and raised Catholic. I've been
8: Catholic my whole life. Mm-hmm. I stepped away from the Catholic Church. For a few years because they wouldn't admit to what went on in their institution they yes. covered it up and that is the same thing principle has to matter okay I don't care what your party <laughs> is at some point principle has to matter yeah. and yeah. I would think that childhood uh, abuse is something that everybody should be able to yeah. agree upon but who, who, yeah, who all would have thought
4: say. who would have thought that in 2017 just like even last year, that we would be splitting hairs about pedophilia and trying to make an right. impassioned case about standing for <laughs> principle, <laughs> like, like this. Well, and we, would, about. we would be it in this. It tells you rock. it tells you how far we've fallen. But
3: also that we would be in this. What we're kind of in a rock and a hard place, and that is, you know, we find that kind of that behavior behavior appalling. We think this person is creepy, and yet people are defending um, the need to have. 52 senators that are Republican and that that's important I, and can we understand I'm a that And and you know <laughs> and, and, a lot of, and people under yeah. and we're uh, legitimately talking about like there there is there is a legitimate belief you know a legitimate reason to think it's important to have 52 Republicans yeah and uh, yet I, now I and now that's, people who are just disgusted by this kind of creepy behavior, are now being forced to somehow defend it. That's that's what I find. Scott, listen, that, that's uh, Scott, we got
0: to move on. Thank you very much for your yep. call. And thank by you. the way, uh, we thank you very much. Uh, I'm I'm very happy that uh, we were able to get the phone lines back this week, as last week, as you know, uh, we ran into some problems with our phone lines. And also, something for those uh, listening in the Chicagoland area: um, the the television version of this program, which still exists on Comcast cable every Monday night on Channel 100 and the video version of the show, generally speaking, but not tonight, I want to mention that. Uh, We are looking for a new Chicago television home because Channel 20, our TV home for since 1996, has now gone dark. It's a TV station that's gone dark. So if you are a huge fan of the television version of this program, it may be a a while before we get back on the air in a station that you can get on your TV set. But again, keep in mind, you can always find us at beyondthebeltway.com. If and when we find a new Chicago TV home, you can, you'll can you be able to see it there on Beyond the Beltway. In the meantime, you can listen to the show there, you can see the show there, because and we still, starting next week, we will be doing a video version of the program as well. Our thanks to all of our guests, our thanks to Sam Greenberg, and to Dan Dorfman for their assistance in the production of this program. I'm Bruce Dumont. Good night from Chicago.